Buckle Up Podcast. It is the Five Observations with Big Jim. I am your host, Big Jim. It is Sunday night, January the 29th, 2023. As I'm sitting down to record this, uh, just uh, got through the end of championship weekend in the National Football League. The Eagles, barf, and the Chiefs, meh, are... um, are heading to the Super Bowl. Super Bowl uh, 57, two weeks uh, from tonight. Uh, we will uh, have coverage uh, on Huddle Up Podcast. Uh, not this week. Uh, we are not going to have our normal uh, Huddle Up Podcast this uh, this week. Um, Tuesday night, I uh, have some other plans. So uh, we will be simulcasting with the Student of the Game podcast, Kyle Nash, a student of the game who is uh, with us each and every week through the uh, through the season, uh, we'll be joining his podcast this week. Uh, so make sure you uh, you are following along with us on YouTube, youtube.com slash at huddle up podcast and um, everywhere you can find the student of the game podcast uh, live and uh, in, in, in podcast form, because that's um, that is where we will be uh, this week. Um and then, of course, we'll be back uh, the following Tuesday, uh, previewing the Super Bowl and all of that, um, as uh, as normal on Tuesday uh, next week at, at 8 p.m. Eastern time. You can follow the show at Hello Podcast, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, and YouTube. You can uh, get the show on all podcast platforms. Got our merchandise over at tpublic.com. Um, got the five observations for this week. And we will start the one good thing, the one good thing that happened to me in sports today, um, the, uh, the Dallas Cowboys and Kellen Moore mutually agree to part ways, uh, per reports. Now, um, Kellen Moore has been the uh, offensive coordinator with the Cowboys. He had previously been the, the quarterback's coach. He's been with the organization, um, here for, for a little while. Um, you know, the offense, I know there's some people that are like, well, you know, they, they, they put up numbers. Um, you know, they were one of the, the, the most high powered offenses in the, in the NFL this year. Why are they moving on? Why, why are they making this change? Um, I mean, the bottom line is you have a quarterback that is regressing. You have questionable play calling. Um, and, and in a lot of big game situations, not just this year, but in previous seasons, um, you kind of got outplayed, outmatched, um, and, and you lost games you should have won. So, uh, it really kind of an off season, a change for the Cowboys. It looks like the, uh, the majority of the assistant coaches have not been renewed. Uh, Kellen Moore now gone, Dan Quinn back, um, announced this week, pulled his name uh, from, from various head coaching positions that he was interviewing for. But it's a it's a off-season of change for the Cowboys, and hopefully there will be personnel changes from a roster standpoint, difficult ones. Uh, we're looking at you, Zeke Elliott, that hopefully the Cowboys will make as well, that they need to make as well uh, going into this, uh, th- this off-season. Um, they announced, or it was didn't announce, but uh, the the report is that Mike McCarthy 
the uh, the head coach will be calling plays. Now, will they bring in somebody else to assist with the offense? That that is unknown at this point. Um, I look at I look at this two ways. One, I think McCarthy is very smart. I, I've been I've been difficult with you know frustrated with him at times, justifiably so. Um, I have asked Jerry to fire him into the sun. Obviously, Jerry didn't listen. Um, but you know, I, I don't, I don't know if Kellen Moore was ever the right guy to run Mike McCarthy's offense. I don't think they ever really truly got along. So, you know, as a Cowboys fan, I have, I have nothing, not that I can do anything about it. Um, but this is the only hope I can cling to that, that the change on offense, uh, offensive play calling is going to make a difference. Um, and also, it's a, it's a twofold good thing for Cowboys fans because now, with McCarthy calling the plays, he's in charge. He's running the show. If it's successful and you go to the NFC title game or go to the Super Bowl or win a Super Bowl next year, then problem solved. You you did what you wanted to do. You did the thing that you made the changes for, right? But if it doesn't go well, Mike McCarthy doesn't have the excuses anymore. Well, I didn't have my coaching staff. I didn't have this. I didn't have that. You don't have that anymore. So if the Cowboys fail again next year, all signs point to Mike McCarthy. And then I think at that point, you got you to gotta start considering uh, making a head coaching change. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to see Kellen Moore gone. I have not liked him as an offensive coordinator since the Clapper was still um, on the sidelines for Dallas. So... Um, number two observation this week, I don't understand baseball hall of fame voting. I don't, I don't, um, Scott Rowland, Scott Rowland, Fred McGriff got into the baseball hall of fame this year. Um, five years ago when Scott Rowland was first eligible to be inducted into the hall of fame, he received 10 percent of the votes five years later he received 76 percent of votes to be inducted uh hall of fame worthy like like what what changed you know what 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 changed in those five years like how how is scott Rowland in 2023 more hall of fame worthy than he was in 2018 like if, if a guy's hall of fame worthy he's hall of fame worthy and i understand you only have so many votes to go around i guess i guess that's the is that the excuse if somebody understands this stuff tweet it at me at big gym sports we'll have a conversation you i may even invite you on the show and when we get into our off-season program to help me understand how all this works maybe i'll ask the guys over the dollar dogs and beer pod podcast give them a follow as they are working through um, their Major League Baseball um, season preview for this year, going division by division. But yeah, I don't, I don't get it. Scott Rowland should be a Hall of Famer, by the way. This isn't me saying that he should not be in the Hall of Fame. I think he's one of the better third basemen um, that has ever played. So um, it's not that I'm, I'm it's not that I'm anti Scott Rowland in the Hall of Fame. Um, but the, the, the voting is just, that's what I don't understand. 10 vote, 10% of the vote 
um, to be Hall of Fame eligible five years ago, and now all of a sudden he's he's seventy plus. That's what I don't understand. Um, all right, third observation this week: uh, the NFC Championship game sucked. Um, there, there's no, there's really no good way to spin it. It sucked. Um, and no, it is not just because the Philadelphia Eagles won and are heading to the Super Bowl, but it is also because the Philadelphia Eagles won and are headed to the Super Bowl. Um, yeah, I, I have to like choke down my vomit every time I say that. Um, but here's the thing. Look, I predicted on when I gave my thoughts on what the, the game this coming week, I said I thought that the San Francisco 49ers had to be better than they were a week ago when they played the Dallas Cowboys if they were going to beat the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, defensively, I think they were better for a little while. Um, obviously, offensively, they weren't. The injury to, Bl- to Brock Purdy, then the injury to Josh Johnson, and then you had to bring back in an injured Brock Purdy who who really was completely ineffective as a thrower. But what what were you going to do at that point? Put Christian McCaffrey in? Um You know, I know the NFL has what the the, the two quarterback rule and then the emergency quarterback thing. Um who wants to bet that that gets changed by next year after this game? Um but I I I thought all, all or at least most of the season that the Eagles were the better team and the best team in the NFC, and they proved that. Um, the And I thought it was up to the Niners' D to show up. They, they did as much as they could. Uh, but the, like I said, the injuries on the offensive side uh, were too much to overcome. Um. You know, as good as the Eagles are, and I, I've I've pra- I've praised the Eagles throughout the year. Um, I've defended them to, as being the number one or number two team on power rankings, and Jalen Hurts for MVP, and at times Nick Sirianni as Coach of the Year. Um, but man, there's de- and I, I don't like to use necessarily use the word luck, but I don't have a better word tonight. Um. You know, you you get you get this Niners team who is is beat up, and then Purdy gets hurt, and Johnson gets hurt, and um, you know, it, it, I guess lucky's lucky's not the right way to put it. I, I don't I don't know the right way to put it. There's fate, something like that. Um, but the, the, the Eagles definitely had things break their way throughout throughout the the the, the season and the postseason for sure. Um. Subplot here to this, because I saw a lot of people um, talking, particularly during this game, about how Nick Sirianni should be the, the the coach of the year, and they were saying it because of this game. Which, first off, let's let's be fair. Awards like coach of the year are regular season awards, so. What happened Super Wildcard Weekend, Divisional Weekend, or Championship Weekend have no bearing on Coach of the Year, MVP, Rookie of the Year, Defensive Player of the Year, Offensive Player of the Year. 
the, it doesn't it doesn't work that way. The regular season awards. Um, Doug Peterson, in my opinion, should still be the, the NFL coach of the year this year. Um, this isn't this isn't a slight on Nick Sirianni. It's not a slight on Brian DeBull and, and the, with the Giants. What it is, is it's saying what I believe is true, that Doug Peterson did the best coaching job in the National Football League this season. He took a team that was in the dumps. You had you had NFL players, not rookies, not second-year players. You had veteran players in some instances that didn't believe in themselves because of the way that Urban Meyer ran that team. It's documented. Guys have publicly said it. Unless tweets and reports from from uh, NFL writers are are wrong, I, I don't remember who the players were. I'd, I'd have to dig in a little bit deeper. But to take that team and to turn them around, and even in this season, turn them around and win the division, and I understand. The, the AFC South is trash. I'm not I'm not sitting here and saying that it is a quote-unquote great division to win. But you still did it. And you still charged down the back half of the of the of the regular season to do it. And you still want I mean again, it doesn't count. Ultimately, they still want a playoff game as well. That doesn't again, it doesn't impact the award, but it also shows how good Doug Peterson did with this team. Again, Nick Sirianni did a hell of a job with this Eagles team, right? What was it, thirteen and 14 and zero? I forget how many game, how many games the Eagles started off undefeated. Um, you know, and and you stumbled a little bit late because of, um, you know, because of the the, the injury to to Hertz and, and some other guys. But clearly, Nick Sirianni is a is a really good head coach, whether you like him or not. And I'm not here to debate that. You can have your opinion on Nick Sirianni all you want. Um, I have mine. Not a fan. I shouldn't be. I'm a Cowboys fan. I shouldn't like the Eagles coach, okay? Um, but he's clearly a good coach. He's clearly a really good coach. He has this team into the Super Bowl. Doesn't mean he should be coach of the year for the regular season. Brian DeBull in the in, with the Giants. And yes, I know it's Daybull. I'm being a, a perfect, uh, purposely obtuse here. Brian DeBull. Uh did a great job, exceeded expectations in his first year with head coach of the Giants. But here's the thing. Every argument you can make for DeBole, you can also make for Doug Peterson. And Doug Peterson won a division. I get the Giants were in the division with the Cowboys, who finished 13-4 and four or 12-5, and five, whatever the hell it was, and uh, with the Eagles, who were the number one seed. So it was a harder, it was a harder climb, but the Giants also got lucky a lot. Okay, so they got lucky. They got breaks that went their way. That doesn't necessarily mean that he should be coach of the year. He did, and and that they quote unquote earned that spot. Sometimes you luck into things, and 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 luck is great in sports. Absolutely, you get the bounces going your way. But Doug Peterson's the head coach, the, the the coach of the year. Uh the AFC title game was wild, man. Um. Certainly a much better game than the NFC. Uh, the Chiefs advance. Um, much like the Eagles in the early game, 
the Chiefs were the better team today. And the Chiefs deserved to win today, and they did. Um, kudos to them and their coaching staff um, to, to put the game plan together to, to beat this Bengals team. We've talked about it. I've talked about it on, on this show, on the on the weekly Huddle Up podcast, that the Bengals seemed like this team of destiny that didn't want to lose, that, that almost couldn't lose. But somewhere along the way, the Bengals didn't prepare enough to, to beat the Chiefs in Arrowhead. They're calling it Burrowhead. They, they're, they're getting this swagger to them. And, and that's fine. But I, I, I thought there came a point, and I don't know if it was before week 18, after week 18, between the wild card round, the division round, but I felt like the, the Bengals were just kind of getting a little bit inflated in their own in their own room. Because of everything that went down week 17, you had the chip on your shoulder, you, you, you thought the coin flip was a slap in the face, yada yada, we've talked about it. But I thought the Bengals maybe did not prepare well enough or just did not come in mentally tough enough to win today. The Chiefs did. The Chiefs were tired of hearing about Burrow owning the Chiefs and owning Mahomes and Burrowhead and all of those things, all of those narratives, all of that bulletin board material. Why would you give bulletin board material to a team who has been in the AFC championship for five straight years or whatever it is? Bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see how it works out for him. <laughs> Not good, Bob. Not great, Bob. Um, but yeah, the, the the Chiefs did what they had to do. Um, unfortunately, with this game, and and honestly, the earlier game, a bit, uh, officiating once again becomes part of the discussion. Um, and look, the, the the late hit call, Osai, the late hit, that's not a bad call. So Chiefs or uh, Bengals fans, if you're doing it, stop it. Stop complaining about that call. Sports media members, stop complaining about that call because that call was the right call. Okay. And it's not impacting the game. Was it Emmanuel Acho was 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 talking about how referees should not be impacting the game and they should be calling the game? That's exactly what they did. Mahomes was well out of bounds when the hit was made. Okay? You may not like the rule. You may not like that it was ruled correctly in that moment. But that call was ruled correctly. You want to take issue with the officiating today? In either game, in both games, all season, all playoffs? Go ahead. Because there's argu there's justifiable arguments for all of them. Hell, on the play where the late hit occurred, the Chiefs' left tackle had an egregious hold. I understand there's holding on every play. I get it. I get it. I'm not... I'm not ignorant to that fact. But it was egregious 
on that play. There was some other stuff in that fourth quarter. I missed some of it. I had stuff I was doing around the house. I know, bad football fan, whatever. Um, but the 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 the, the holding that was missed. There was something with a th- an extra third down play, something like that. Like you want to get mad at, at, at calls, get mad at the ones that were ruled the wrong way, that weren't called when they should have been, that were you know that were that were home cooking calls. Okay, you want to get mad at them, get mad at those. You want to get mad at them, get, get mad at the ones that are justifiable to get mad at, not one that by the book is cut and dry and was made correctly. But the, the thing that the thing that sucks is once again, once again, on a championship weekend, we're sitting here and we're having a discussion, a justifiable discussion about officiating in the National Football League. Ultimately, that's what really sucks. Because there was one really fun game today, and then there was the NFC Championship. But man, I, and I think we've talked about it on Huddle Up this year. I don't remember if it was during the regular season or if it was on last uh, the last off-season program. But man, it is long overdue for this league to hire full-time employed officials because the system they have now ain't working. Uh, but congratulations to the Chiefs. Congratulations to the Eagles. My fifth observation this week is I'm just going to give some early thoughts um, on Super Bowl 57 uh, coming up two weekends from now uh, in Arizona, State Farm Stadium. Um, I am already tired of hearing about the Kelsey Bowl and the Reed Bowl. It's insufferable. And I get it. I get it. It's first time brothers have played each other in the Super Bowl. Reed playing his former team. I get it. Already tired of hearing about it. Um, a, a cool thing is it's the the first time ever in the history of the National Football League that the, that the two teams playing in the Super Bowl are being quarterbacked um, by uh, by black quarterbacks. So that that's awesome. That is awesome. Um. I think the Eagles match up better against Kansas City than they would have against Cincinnati. I think this is a better game for the Eagles, unfortunately. Um, Mahomes, obviously, is clearly the more dynamic quarterback when you're comparing him versus Joe Burr, Joey Burr. But I, I think overall, I think the Bengals are the more complete team. I think the Bengals can be more disruptive uh, to the Eagles' offense, I think the Bengals' defense, the Bengals' defense, is more disruptive to the Eagles' offense. I think the, with the exception of the quarterback position, don't get me wrong, Joey Burr is fantastic. Joey Burr makes unbelievable plays, but he's more fundamentally sound. Mahomes is is like a damn video game. But I think overall the Bengals offense is better than the than the Chiefs offense. Watch out for Kelsey. Try and contain Mahomes. You're probably gonna have a pretty good day. 
Mahomes the wild card. Mahomes is a wild card, always is. Um, Eagles have their path to victory if they can contain him and just continue to play like you've played all season. Um, my early prediction, this isn't my official prediction. We'll make that on the Huddle Up podcast next Tuesday night when we are back and we are live. But... Sorry, I just had to choke down a little, little vom. Um, my my early prediction is Eagles thirty four or thirty five, Chiefs twenty four, uh, and the Philadelphia Eagles over their second Super Bowl win in in five years. Um, so there it is, there it is. There's five observations for this week. Make sure you're following along with us. You can follow me at Big Jim Sports. Follow along with the show at Huddle Up Podcast, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, TikTok and YouTube. Get our merchandise over at tpublic.com. Hit the link tree, link tree in all of our social media and on YouTube as well. Uh, until uh, remember, we will be with the student of the game simulcasting this week. Uh, so make sure you uh, tune into that. You can get that on our uh, YouTube feed or wherever you can find the student of the game podcast. Um, and we will be back live next week previewing the Super Bowl, probably touching on the uh, the new Pro Bowl activities. Um, but uh, looking ahead to Super Bowl 57 and uh, and getting all the more close to wrapping up our live uh, season for the for the year. Uh, but until next time when we talk to you, um, do not miss the other podcasts on the Huddle Up feed. And until then, stay safe, stay smart, and as always, go for the win. Yeah.